What's up, y'all? It's your girl Zaja Love, aka The Love. And today I'm talking about being ugly in the video vixen era. Um, so I'm just gonna start with myself. Um, I found out really early in today's society that I am ugly. Okay, quote unquote. Um, I remember being young, four or five years old, and I did not look like the girls on TV. I did not look like what was represented. And um, when I looked in the mirror, I found that I hated what I saw, that it was quote unquote ugly. And um, this was spewed back to me, right? It was reflected back to me by society. I was called ugly by, you know, my peers. I was called ugly by older kids. Um, I remember being like 10 years old and this boy in my neighborhood who was like 17 came up to me and he just was like, you are so ugly. Like, oh my God, like your sisters are cute, but do y'all have the same dad? Cause I don't know how you turned out. So ugly. like saying this to a young kid and that shit was just like so shattering to my entire confidence and everything, you know? And I just became really shy and reserved. And from that point, I just quit taking up space because I just figured I saw the difference that cute people um, you know, how they're treated in this world by people and how I was treated. Um, and it, it's just like, it's really crazy, you know, to me, to the fact that I was bullied <laughs> over something that I literally could not control. Like that is crazy to me, you know, like, and I just, I really never understood it because in my opinion, I'm just not that bad. Like, I'm just really not that bad looking like, but I'm saying I, re I realized that I was ugly in the eyes of what is considered popular. I should make that clarification. But, you know, like I just, as I, I'm older, I'm just like, it's just really not that bad to me, you know? Um, and it's just weird because... I'm just, ne I've never been a fan favorite. Um, like I've, I've always been that friend who, um, you know, like when you go out and the guy brings a wingman, that's, it's for me. <laughs> it's for me. Like I have been the kind of girl who it, guys pick over and they bring their wingman friend so that I do not get in the way of him bagging the 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 main dish what he really wants right and like I said it's really 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 taking a toll on my my self-esteem over the years um the only guys that really truly ever give me any type of play are men from African types of countries you know like Ghana, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, um, you know, Jamaica, all types of islands in the Caribbean, like places where black people are the majority. That is where people tend to 
pay attention to me and give me the attention that I have always wanted, you know? Um, and, you know, maybe it is because they are just looking for, you know, a passport or a green card to come over to the U.S. But I really also do believe that there are some parts where they just have a better appreciation for African features because they're around it all the time. But I don't know. I digress. Anyways, you know, I grew up around marriage, right? And it's like really hard because if no one is giving you any play, no one is really feeling you like that. It's like the years keep going on. It's just like, okay, when's the person going to find me? My parents are, um, they're baby boomers, right? They've been married for 50 plus years. Um, and in their generation, it's like, I noticed that everyone, it seems like everyone got married. I mean, for the most part, it was more uncommon to be unmarried than it was to be, you know, than it was to be married. Um, and it just seems like no matter what you looked like, like you just got married. Like that was just part of growing up. You found somebody and you got married. And I'm not saying that those marriages were always, you know, roses and sunshines and puppies. You know, there was a lot of bullshit that went on with those. We all know the stories of our grandmothers and what they went through, but they still were married. And at the end of the day, whatever went on, that partnership, you know, what it is designed to be could work. And I would much rather have that partnership with a man, um, you know, to have someone to help split the bills, help take care of the kids, help run the house. You know, like I would much rather have that in place than to be out here trying to do everything on my own. But, you know, I just dating out here is absolutely you know, it's just, it's ghetto. It, it really is. Like, and I have my theories about why it's ghetto, you know, um, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule, but it seems that the black men out here today in the U S okay. I'm not talking about in other countries, but black men in the U S I have noticed that they are just more interested in acquiring as many bad bitches as they can possibly um you know get under their belt and you know using them as basically sex dolls i mean it's like a it's like a fetish you know at this point it's not really they're just kind of um fetishizing them and you know they're just trying to get up on get get inside of them you know and it seems like apparently there's a group of women out here who they're down for it especially if he's paying you know it's like this whole whole baller dynamic is just becoming more and more prevalent and the age of love is just becoming a dying a dying phenomenon like I, I don't know you know um studies have you know even shown that unfortunately black women are more likely to not get married or to have higher rates of marriage instability than their white and hispanic um latino latinx counterparts um, and, you know, I know that there's like a whole rabbit hole that we could go down 
in regards to why or how we've gotten here. You know, I have my theories, you know, unemployment in the black community, you know, back in the 70s and, you know, the crack epidemic in the 80s. Those all, you know, the welfare coming out and all that stuff like that really took a toll on the black community and black love and things like that. But I also believe that there is another piece that is not talked about and that piece is the media the representation of quote-unquote relationships between black men and black women and how that is affecting us right and I have coined this era that we are in as the video vixen era okay and how it, it has greatly affected relationships between black men and black women. It has greatly affected the dynamics between us, okay? In the 80s, you know, they, that's when hip-hop was really, like, coming onto the scene hard. And, you know, they had the videos out. And really, I mean, there were girls, I guess, in the videos, but... They weren't the main character, you know what I'm saying? Like, the main character was the rapper. He had on the big chains, and he was fly with the Adidas, and, you know, we've all seen the LL Cool J and the videos and things like that, okay? And then, so let's say we move into the 90s. In the 90s, you start to see this thing of the rapper with the girls around him, okay? They may not be so... you know so out there as they are now but you know you know look at the Tupac I um I get around video you know he's in he wakes up in the bed and he has multiple women in the bed with him and you know he's got the pool and the the big baller lifestyle you know and he has all the girls around him and stuff and then okay so now we move into the 2000s and you start to see the videos come out with the video vixens and they've got the you know lingerie on and they're twerking and um, you know, um, things like that. They're, they're twerking. You got the tip drill video. We all, we've all stayed up and watched BET uncut and seen the tip drill video. You know, the, you know, they in the bathtub with 30 women and they're all twerking in the bathtub and, you know, just all of the different, you know, I can't even think of the names of the videos off the bat, but, you know, think of whatever, the 2000s you know what time it was the music that was out then what type of time we was on with the videos okay um what type of time we was on with the videos okay um so then we move into 2000 the 2010s this is when social media really starts to come onto the scene hard body the myspace the facebook the instagram the twitter it starts to all come out boom 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 and you start to see this uprising of women okay who are popular on social media they're i mean they are like Everyone knows who they are and they have these, they're super beautiful, 
They really don't contribute anything to society. I mean, that I can think of. And they have these overly accentuated body parts. You know, we're talking about Kim K, you know, Amber Rose, them type of people who it's just like, they're just kind of like socialite. Like, it's just like, what can they can't sing? They can't dance. Like, what do they have going on other than the fact that they're pretty and they have a big butt, you know? Um, but this be- that was like the beginning of something very crazy. And now it is like there's this phenomena of, 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 of women on Instagram and wherever else. And they're the same way. They're influencers. They half naked. They're taking thirst trap pictures on on the gram and they're you know and people they have thousands and thousands of followers and it's just it's normal (laughs) it's normal and and it's like I don't think that people realize how much this has influenced our culture how much it's influencing our music how much it's influencing and indoctrinating us I mean you have to understand that these people are called influencers for a reason okay um and and it's just like we're in a time and space where black men they want the baddest joy in the room okay they want the baddest joy it will be a woman in the room who is average you know and he will walk past her he's looking around i see them on the hunt and they're looking for the baddest most beautiful joint in the room and that is all they want okay they're on a hunt for it and it's like um though and 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 the and the women right and now because the men are looking for the baddest joy in the room the women are aspiring to be the baddest joy in the room okay and they're going to extreme measures extreme measures to match that profile of what they believe the men are looking for they're getting the bbls they're getting the tummy tucks they're getting their nose done they're letting these people glue wigs down to their freaking head and and snatching their edges out i mean it is just ridiculous i mean the uh, there's no creativity anymore in how anyone looks you know everyone has their makeup the same way they've got the contouring done in the same places and they're all dressing the same and it's just like women with real strong african features you know with the big noses and the huge lips and the you know the strong the strong um profile straight um cheek bones and jawline and things like that like we are pushed to the side we are just like nobody nobody wants them it's just sad and and it's 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 low-key hurtful i'm not gonna lie you know y'all can sit here and be like oh well you should love yourself on the inside and and i understand that like yes you should but you it also is really kind of hurtful when you're going out with your friends and you're always the one who is not picked (laughs) it's like what the fuck is wrong with me like i just 
I don't understand. I want to be complimented too. I want to feel like I still got it. I don't understand. And I do the makeup. I've done it. I've tried to do it all. And it's just like I'm still pushed to the side. It's like, what the fuck? And pretty privilege. Oh, let's not get, let's talk, let's not talk about pretty privilege because pretty privilege is an absolute thing. It's an absolute thing. People, I have seen people be nicer to people who are pretty. I've seen them, um, let people slide you know with all types of crazy shit they can talk any type of way act any kind of way they let them slide with certain type of stuff they they um you know they want to hang out with you just because they're attractive like these people won't even be contributing anything to a space it's just them being there because they're nice to look at People want to be around them. And it, 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 it even happens in families. I have even seen this happen in families where people will treat certain family members in a better, in a higher regard. They will hold them in a higher regard and treat them differently than family members who look a, 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 another way. Please sit back, watch your family and look at how this dynamic plays out. I'm so serious. It is, you're going to, it's going to be mind blowing to you. Like we have become obsessed with beauty and it's like these people beauty just doesn't do anything you know it it just it just does not contribute anything to a relationship you know it's nice but what does it do what is 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 it enough to sustain a relationship for 50 years I I just I don't I don't I don't see it I, I just don't understand it I remember I was once talking to this guy I mean, to me, maybe I was tripping, but to me, we had good chemistry. We are vibing. You know, he's coming over. I'm going over there. We are vibing. We are, we're just, you know, I just felt like we had a certain level of connection and chemistry that I have not had the opportunity to have in other spaces and places with other people and I would agree that he would he thought the same way you know we'd be on the phone for hours just 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 chopping it up you know and I expressed my interest in him and he basically told me without telling me that he would never consider me because he and I quote likes his joints a little badder he didn't say it about me but he said it about someone else and I'm just like okay so I knew that there was no chance of us and he never you know of course he never made that you know um he never made that move of taking anything past where we were at you know um but it's just I I just don't I don't know it's just like having a connection with someone and not wanting to be with them solely based on what they look like on the outside just so that you can have the ability to brag to your friends about 
the kind of girl you bagged is absolutely immature and ridiculous to me. And the girl becomes a trophy, right? Okay, but what does a trophy... I mean, think about if you play sports, like, okay, what is a trophy good for? You know, you put it up on a shelf, it looks nice, it's bragging rights. But like, what what does that... What can that trophy do for you in any capacity? What can it do for you? It doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't do anything for your kids. It, it, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a damn brain. It doesn't, it's just taking up space and looking nice. And that's why love is becoming a dying thing. It is not a thing anymore. I swear, you know, like this is why the concept of that show love is blind. It makes complete sense to me. You know, getting to know somebody blindly, knowing them, having to literally trust your inner self to connect with this person, you know, on a soul type level, on a spiritual level, to be able to see what's on the inside instead of being distracted by what's on the outside. That type of dating, I 100% think that that is like, that's so dope to me. That is so dope because this swipe left, swipe right culture that we're in based off of a picture and a hundred character little blurb in a, in a profile is just, it's not it. It's not it. And that's why dating apps are a joke and it has just become a mall for sex trafficking. If you really, if you really just want to be real and honest, in my opinion, you know, it's just, we have become such a superficial society and it's just so sickening to look at, you know? Um, I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, I really think that that's why people are getting, the people who are getting married they're getting married to, you know, these people. And, and then two years later, they're falling out of love because, you know, like it says in the Bible, charm is deceitful and beauty fades. You know, is she as cute once she didn't had two of your kids and that little belly, that little kangaroo pouch won't go away and her nose spread and she got discoloration and all kinds of stuff going on. Is she as cute? Is she, are you as is, are you as attracted to her anymore? What about if your partner gets sick? You feel me? What if they're laid up? What if they got a stroke? They all you know say they face all twisted up or something, or they lose a body part? Like you know what I'm saying? Are they are they cute anymore to you? Like nobody is this stuff. I have never really seen an 80 year old I was attracted to you know what I'm saying like it's just beauty fades it it doesn't that doesn't stick around you know ain't nobody cute when they all wrinkled and whatever it just is what it is but you have to you have to love a person on the inside you have to love a person for who they are on the inside but we are not, we don't even know how to do that anymore. And that's why we're getting, we're getting bamboozled. We're getting hoodwinked and bamboozled by people who are pretending to be something they're not. Because they're able to cover all that crazy up in, in, in a lace front wig and a contour of the nose. It's ridiculous. 
And, you know, again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be attracted to who you're pursuing. That That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, are you passing up a girl who's a five or six because you really want a 10 just for bragging rights? You do you just want a girl who do you want a girl who's a wife or do you want a girl who you can take pictures with on IG and get all the likes for it? And, you know, women are not exempt from this either, Um, because just like black men want the vixen, it seems that the black women want to be with the baller from the video right and you know it's just ridiculous because the media is showing you that as long as the, the man has money he can have any girl he wants some of these rappers be looking toward the fuck up I mean and they got a baddie a badge on their arm why because they have money Take that same dude, put him out here in the rat race, and let me see how many girls he got all um, hanging off of him. You know, take him, bring bring Jay Z out here, take the money away, bring him out here, put him at a desk job, and I want to know how many girls would be trying to slide in his DMs. That's all I'm saying. That is that is, that is, that is all I'm saying. I knew the world had lost their mind when there was an entire show of women fighting to be with Flavor Motherfucking Flav. Like, be fucking for real right now. Be serious. Flavor Flav? Really? Flavor Flav? Like, and you want to know why? Because he has status. He has fame. He has some money, okay? And that is what's most important to someone who has no depth to them whatsoever. You know, I I, I just, I remember I talked to a woman one time and she told me there was this guy in, in her life and he was so sweet to her. She liked to, you know, she, he liked her and she I don't know if she liked him, but she said that, you know, she couldn't really give him any play. And I said, well, why not? She said, well, because he works at Home Depot and I can't take him seriously. And I felt really bad for dude because I'm just like, he's out here making an honest living. You know, now I don't know the extent of what he was working at Home Depot. I don't know, you know. Was he just a cashier or was he a, a, a supervisor? Was he the store manager? I, you know, you don't know where he was at. You know, some people can make money in retail, you know, you can make, I mean, the further up you go, some people can make real money in retail, you know, but maybe he's trying to move up in the company and become a district, district sales manager. I have no idea, but it's just like, not giving someone a a chance who is out here trying to earn an honest living is crazy like 
And now I can understand, like, you know, wanting to be with someone who is ambitious, like I'm saying, but you have to ask yourself, like, do you know all the details? Like I said, because even if he's working at Home Depot as a cashier, but he has ambition of moving up in that company and, you know, becoming something big in the company, what's the problem with that? But you don't want to be with him because he works at Home Depot? That's crazy to me that 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 is crazy like you know I, I would I would give him a chance honestly if he treats me right he takes care of the bills he goes gets up and goes to work every day without excuses and stuff I would give him a chance that's just me maybe I don't know I think it's just it's absolutely weird because we're trying to compete or keep up with some shit we done seen on Instagram we want the guy who has the stacks the hustler the baller who got the stacks and stacks and stacks of money falling out in suitcases and all this stuff keeps me lacing diamonds and pearls and and breaking bags and all this shit and guess what it's not realistic um, you know, and like I said, I'm not saying you should be with a bum. I'm not saying that you should be with someone who has no ambitions or goals, you know, I'm not saying you're not allowed to be attracted to the person whom you are with. I'm just saying that perhaps you should begin to look at the ways that these attractions are possibly being influenced by the media. Maybe, just maybe, you could find love or, you know, more meaningful relationships if you closed your eyes and saw the person who is standing in front of you. Just think about it. 